welcome in everyone to episode 94 94 i think We're so closing in 94 yeah. i'm your host we got uh... <laughs> joined by my co-host speedy's chief number two dude number two 2.0 speedy's chief 2.0 uh, <laughs> uh inside joke if you know you know um there's dude. no way they know there's no I way know. It's super secret. People, uh, okay, in the comments, you can guess what the 2.0 stands for. But, uh, I, dude, if you episode guess, 90. F- uh, I don't know. Hey, I don't know. Episode or not, but yeah. Episode 94, dude. Only 12 more weeks until episode 100. Wait, what? 12 more weeks? Just because our math was so bad in a previous previous. Oh, episode. dude, yeah. I'm just what did you say originally? October. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. I mean, obviously. How is that happening? Obviously, speaking, October. Speaking of things that happen sooner than later, I hit that 400k catches way sooner than later, man. I'm just saying. Bro. Uh, dude, I'll what, take what, partial what, credit. What's your What's your catches at? Let's Let's compare. Uh, you know, I'll take no partial credit deal, right? for the motivation. There's a. <laughs> I was honestly chilling. It was, it was. I realized it during my birthday. It was just what I was, I was uh, like. Wait, I'm about there. I don't usually get the clean screenshot, dude. 400k wait, for your 40th birthday. What's going on? I feel like you were only a few thousand behind me. What happened? If you no, no, no. I was never you. that. I was never that close. Oh, I was. Always I didn't think like I was that much further. Behind. Yeah. Oh. Okay. All right. Yeah. You were always a little bit ahead of me. I mean, once you get that, go plus plus. Once I, get I know, right? Plus, plus. Dude, throwing great balls. <laughs> great <laughs> balls of fire. Low. I ran a little low on it. Not going to lie. But anyway, we are here. It is April 10th at the time of this recording. Both of us are about to head over to London in the UK and Europe for the Europe International Championship. The second one ever. And dude. We're approaching the one-year mark of when we started this commentary stuff for TPCI, the Pokemon company, in the one year championship circuit. It hasn't Dude. been a year. That's the craziest part. It has not been a year. Dude, I was – because we're, we're – um, I mean, by the time you all hear this – well, no, it won't even matter. But anyway – Behind the scenes, we're looking at some of our old footage, right, from UIC to uh. see, like, things we can prove on, stuff like that. Oh my gosh! I mean, you yeah. even look different. Well, I don't know. Did you have a different like beard style or something? Or did Dude, they just I, really I dark your makeup? Or you like suit? Like you look different. I I don't know what it was. Uh, I had some. Right? I had some plastic surgery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some no. Nonsense. No. Uh, so so little little inside story here. I remember um, there was a dry cleaning place like uh, like a mile from my uh, my apartment at the mm-hmm. time. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to drive, right? I just want to like take a walk and like stretch my legs and get ready to go. And it was, you know, August or excuse me, not August, excuse me, April. It was April in Florida, really hot, really sunny. And I walked a mile there and a mile back in the sun. And when I got, when I like, you know, the next day I tanned a lot. <laughs> was that it? So Were you just that much I was, tanner? I was you actually look quite same. tan. Yeah. You don't look the same. Maybe I put on I weight, know. dude plastic surgery weight tan all the above yeah i mean if you all have a chance just look up uh europe international championships or euic 2022 pokemon go on youtube right 
Me yeah. and Speediest Chiefs kick it off the stream. We're casting together, so you don't have to scroll through like the footage too much, right? Once you find one of us, you find both of us. I would say, well, my hair was all over the place there, but um, I was like real shifty eyed, you know. I wasn't even shifty eyed. I was like looking like diagonal like the whole time. Like I never looked at the camera. It was weird. It was it was tough because they told us to look at the camera, but also at each other. And then the way our our setup was like obviously we won't we won't dox Pokemon, but our the way our setup was was not the way it is now. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah, we're not even <laughs> doxing Pokemon, but we just let's just say it was a low budget setup. But you know we were appreciative and grateful to be there. I yes. mean honestly, they could give us a closet and we've been fine. But exactly. But me looking not at the camera was not really anyone's fault but mine. Yeah, they said, you know, look at each other once in a while, but look also at the camera. And I did yeah. neither. I was like a little <laughs> halfway in between. Yeah. So I've honestly been working more on my eye contact and stuff with just the camera and people. Dude, I get uh, to the point where like these days there's certain people I hang out with, especially if it's like one on one. They're like they always ask me like they're like saying like what? I was like, nothing. Uh, I was like, what what do you what do you mean what? I think it's just because I'm just like looking at them, like staring at them, like doing eye contact. Oh, it's like too much or something. I don't know. Yeah, they're like, wait, why? Why are you not breaking off the eye contact here? Well, maybe it's also because I'm not saying anything, so that might be also part of the issue. But I mean, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's just eye contact, you know. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's crazy. One year. I mean, we haven't even been 365 days in this yet. Dude, let me just say, my suit game was rough back then, too, man. I was getting roasted and stuff. I had my old, old suit. I even brought the wrong suit. I didn't have good suits, but I brought the worst out of the two suits I had. And let uh -huh. me just say, sneak peek for those that are about to tune in to the EUIC. We haven't seen it yet this year, right? I mean, by the time you listen to this, if you listen when it drops, it, it'll it be in about two days, a yeah. day and a half. But I got some fresh fits for EUIC. I'm just saying. Ooh. I went to my suit guy, Jod, in Hollywood. Dude, this man. I'm going to say, you got to come and visit me just Dude, for the suit guy. Just for the suit guy. I go into the store at like 7 p.m. I leave after 10 p.m. One-on-one -on -one consultation the whole time. Setting me up with the works, right? Like There was like a whole pile of clothes on his table that we were trying out. And here's what? the thing, dude, this guy's like impeccable. Try on a bunch of shoes. This is a really cool looking suit, right? Mm. I put it on and I'm like, it looks really cool. And I like the concept. Uh -huh. I don't like, it doesn't look amazing on me, right? But it's okay. like kind of like tan with like some like black lining and everything. I was like, it's got like a really cool, you know, three piece vest. Mm. I'm like. Dude, this actually is so like maybe I can make it work down the road. Maybe I'm just like not in the right mood for it, or like I just don't have the right undershirt. I was just wearing a t-shirt at the time, right? Mm. I was like, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll take this one too, right? Because I was like, yeah, I'm here for like you know, uh, I think I end up getting two suits, right? I was just like, I'm here for mm. I'll buy a third one, right? I'll do this one. And he's like, he's like, no, no, no. He's like, I'm not like any other suits, uh, like person selling suits would just tell you to buy it right or encourage yeah, you to buy of course. it we'll i want to make sale. sure you feel good and feel like a million bucks while you're wearing it i know you don't feel like a million bucks when you're wearing this i was like what do you mean he's like i could tell just from the way you're standing you don't feel the same right as when you you know wore this other suit that you you just put on i was like dang this guy is good he's like he could tell like what suit not only looks good on me but what suit i'm feeling right yeah and he knows i'm not yeah. feeling it even if i'm not even if my words are not lining up dude this guy is like, he's a true professional, man. And the same thing, I'm yeah. like, he's he trying on different ties, right? There's like 
three different like pink kind of ties, but they all look good uh, in different ways. He's like, yeah. he's like, which one you feel? I was like, I was like, I'll just take all three. He's like, no, no, no. He's like, like don't do that, right? <laughs> like we want you to like wear like different things so that you su- you you surprise people every time you're on you know on a broadcast, mm-hmm. right? You're not wearing mm-hmm. the same kind of stuff. We got rotate different colors in, right? So it's like pick one of the pink if you want, <laughs> but let's take a look at the other colors after, right? You're not, we're not. I'm not going. He's like, he's like, you live a few blocks away. You could come back later if you really want the other pink ones, right? It's true. It's true. Dude, I I was yeah. like, I saw some suits that I was like, this is. This would be perfect. If I'm commentating for Worlds in Japan, this would be perfect for that. And he's like, yeah, come back come back in a few months, right? When you're uh, when we, we might have new stuff in stock, but also this will be here, right? So don't worry. I was like, bruh. This guy. And then when you bruh. check out, he's like, here, I'll give you this for free and this for free as well, too. And I was like, I was like oh, I appreciate it. He's like, yeah, man, I got to take care of my people, right? So, <laughs> hey, he yeah, that's amazing. Me, he remembers me from when I uh, visited him before Worlds last year in uh, mm. must have been July. Yeah. Or no, no. I visited him in June because I was gonna wear that f- nice blue suits for world uh, uh for NAIC, but I couldn't get uh, the pants hemmed in time, so mm. I ended up wearing it for Worlds. So I haven't been there gotcha. since June, but he still remembers. He remembers my dad. Dude. I visited him in December. Yeah. He doesn't Dude, remember the faces it, very well, but he once he once you talk about, it, he's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, that was yeah. your dad too. He's a uh, he has very nice energy. He's also very small. I was like, yeah, he's. It's five feet flat, baby. <laughs> yeah, short. yeah, yeah. Dude, that's insane. It, it it almost sounds like he's uh he's an outfitter for like James Bond or one of the Kingsmen or something, right? Dude, he really might be. It's like a hole in the wall <laughs> shop. Like the old, like it, it feels like one of those situations you walk in a shop, one person, that's it. One employee. Yeah. Got yep. a whole host of things. It looks like a very large closet. Dude. I'll bring I I if you're in the area, I t- I said the same thing to the wholesome because you know that guy loves his suits. And, uh, oh, dude, he does. Yeah. He was asking for, I don't know if you saw this in the group chat, the caster group chat, but he was asking for <laughs> feedback on a suit last night. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it's not bad and stuff like that. Or here's another option. I dropped, um, I dropped a Google Maps link from Austin to Los Angeles. Oh, <laughs> uh, there you go. Yeah. Just, just come out for a quick consultation. Yeah, you, know? you know, no big deal. Just if you start driving <laughs> now, you make it before tomorrow. <laughs> anyway. Dang man, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be well, good. What, what, you, what um, you got coming up for EUIC? You gonna surprise us all? too? you got some? Got some I, I don't know. I, I hit you with the presidential look last time, dude. That's and true. Got, if, if was it day two at Fort Wayne? Yo, y'all got to check day out the Fort there. Wayne. Yeah, because of Oz there, he looked like Mr. President. You know, yeah, twenty twenty four. Twenty twenty four. Oh, twenty twenty four, dude. We're coming up oh, on it. Crap, we are. Yeah, were we? No, we weren't even delayed in presidential elections during pandemic. It was just no. we were just voting in, in or, yeah, COVID. On yeah, remotely, so to speak. But no. Wait, no, was uh, it remote for you? I, I went in person. Did they even have the option? Uh no. Uh so I don't know how people are gonna feel about this. I actually did not vote last election cycle. Oh. Yeah. Politics are always interesting. I don't it mind is... ever talking about politics, but I know yeah. like a lot of people. Here's the thing. I know it gets really emotionally charged. We'll, we'll finally get to this episode in a second, but yeah. I will say I actually really enjoy talking to people that have like different viewpoints from me, and I have a lot of like close friends that do have different viewpoints. I mean, it's like inevitable that you could meet people, right? It's just your choice mm-hmm. on how you want to interact with them and stuff, right? No matter where you live especially these days, right? We're like, we're so global and everything's online. Like you, you're going to run into people some way, shape or form, either virtually or in person. And 
I don't know. I've, I'm always under the, like, belief that people are doing what they believe is right, even if you don't agree with it, right? Like, I think sure. there's very few people that are doing things purposely that they know are wrong, like, on, like, a consistent basis and, like, have zero guilt about it and don't care, right? Don't actually care. Yeah. Because that's, like, actual, like, clinically diagnosable psychopaths, right? Those people have, like, zero remorse. <laughs> but those are things you see on docu like, docu-series on Netflix, like, true crime stuff. And that's yeah usually, like, pretty rare. I mean, as a previous psychology major, I know that those kind of things are not very common. But, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah I don't know. Anyway, so it's it's just uh, I'm always trying to go for the understanding and go. Sometimes I'm less understanding when I'm on Twitter and it's just like a bunch of trolls. But those aren't usually even political differences. Those are just people that are just like belligerent. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just trying to stir yeah. the pot. Yeah. yeah, or something. I always like I those are those are people I always be like I just want to sit them down and be like, what's what's up? What's going on? You know, actually, I thought about this the other day. Squirrel trap. If you're listening. <laughs> What's going on, man? You want to be on a guest on the podcast? I'd be down. We just invite you. I, Dude, I'm, cu- we, I'm really curious. I just want to pick your brains about like how you feeling. You know what's going the on. The thing is, the thing like, is, if, if you're squaring your bunch, like I'll have to censor some of it, which would be a pain. But uh, a lot of know. those people have such a shell that you'll never get to like who they actually are, especially if they have an opportunity to entertain. Right? Like they yeah. would just they would just troll post verbally in real life the whole time. You know. Would you be curious slash down for it? You could say no for the squirrel trapper. I, I don't think the episode would air because I think they'd be uh they'd be saying all kinds of derogatory nonsense. Maybe. That would be um Yeah, because we could always attempt it between the two of us, right? And if it really does not pan out, we yeah. could drop a clip maybe. I don't know. That'd yeah. be interesting. Also, there are a lot of like positive comments we get, and I think it's been unfair that we interview the one freaking troll instead of all the nice yeah, people, all- right? Yeah. I don't know. We have a lot of people trolling on you all day long. Manning got some some more to say about you sometimes. Man- <laughs> Manning's got jokes. He's got jokes for sure. He does. He does. He's a Giants fan, by the way. So oh, if you ever want to troll on him. Sense. Well, uh, Manning. Well, I'm dude, not saying the Giants are poor or bad or anything, but that's that's well, where Manning, that's I, I graduated from Ole Miss. I've driven many times on Manning Way. I know, you know, of mm. Eli and Archie. I mean, okay. really gonna hate on me now? Come on, man. I mean, hotty toddy. He's an equal opportunity hater, I think. But yeah, <laughs> yeah I think so. Let's uh, Dude, speaking I, of our fans. Yeah, go ahead. I desperately want you to post a picture from 2022 EUIC. I think I'm sitting in the same chair that we were sitting in, or something, because this chair actually looks very similar. <laughs> Dude, let me. Uh, Dude, I'm doing it right now. What? If you're what looking time? on the screen right now. Or posting it on the YouTube version, EUIC 2022. What a time! Look at um, to be alive. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna try to get a picture where I'm like kind of looking at the camera, but it's all shifty eyed all over the place. <laughs> we'll see how it is. Check, check out the 38 minute mark. Let's do that. Yeah, I just I just saw you look at the camera, so that's 38 minute mark. All right. Yeah, I'll, 38 minute mark. I'll, I'll specify that. Very minute mark from day one, right? Dude, that was a long yeah. day. Dude, day one. It, it was like we're so inexperienced, and production was as well. They were doing. Do you remember that they were doing like t- five minute or fifteen minute be right back counters? I think it was like fifteen minutes, right? 
it was kind of long. Something like that, yeah. But but back then, to be fair, we didn't have a lot of content to fill, so we just had that. We didn't even have trivia back then. Remember, trivia yeah. was all of last season. This season, <laughs> we got like footage from previous tournaments. We got like recap videos. We got interviews with winners. We got like I know, you know like like welcome trainers. Here's my name's Will Dumphy, and here's how you use the Trevenant, right? Or something. Shout like that. out to uh, shout videos. out to our incredible production team, right? I mean, that's. That's Katie Lennox and Daniel and yeah. the, the gentleman at Paperlight as well. Yep. Dude, those those people work hard and it's really showing. I mean, before just less than a year difference. Wild yeah. to me. Wild to me. But anyway, um, you know, we'll we'll talk more about USC, but hopefully we'll be able to put on a good show for y'all in, a, in the coming days. And if you listen this afterward and you're disappointed, well, you can uh you could blame it on Zionic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. Zionic 2.0. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's get into the YouTube comments from last week. 50 Delagray says, Since they announced the remote raid changes, I lost all my motivation even to open the game, and I mainly just PvP. I recently... Dude, I love the background. I recently started... <laughs> sorry, if you don't know, on the YouTube version, there's... um. Speed Chief is there, now living in a uh, Niantic world. In, in, in there's the actual... some Easter eggs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, really, for sure. Um, and Delegate also says, I recently started to enjoy Masters as well. My community is too small to be raiding in person, and I'm never free during raid hours or weekends. Uh, I'll gladly host you guys at the restaurant I work. If you guys ever come to uh, Malmo, Sweden. Oh, I mean, there's actually a regional there. Uh, there is, in yeah. The coming months, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's during the same weekend as Hartford, maybe. Um, but anyway, a s- small side note: in in uh, <laughs> I'm registered for the regional here as well on the 20 to 21st of May. Yeah, it's read our minds, um, dude. That's gonna be very exciting. Uh, if you have the same username, uh, let us know if, if that's your in-game name or not, because I'll definitely be keeping an eye out. You know, yeah, that's happened too. with uh one of our previous uh. One of the previous tournaments, Toshi Suzuki, mm. was uh, also performing. It was cool to welcome, I believe. And I was like, wait, yes. I was like, I'd, I'd be reading this guy's comments. Like, this can't be the same guy, is it? Is that the Toshi Suzuki? Dude. Oh, yeah. Killing it, right? We'd love to see some of our podcast listeners, you know, especially on stream and stuff, too. But yeah, that'll be, that'll be good. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't blame you, right? I think, dude. The pairing of it, too, like, of all the legendaries that could be out right now, it's also Lugia, which is, like, just not even something you could come close to soloing or duoing either. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like, it's really rough. And, you know, we could talk more about Reggie Lecky uh, later, too. But, yeah, it's... I get it. You know, I don't blame people that aren't as motivated. My main thing is I wasn't ever, like, the biggest raider to begin with. But it's hard to even just do regular raids. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, again, the, the fact is not lost on me that we had Johto tour and we had the primals released. And then a few weeks later, they, uh, they decide to go through with this change. I mean, PV poke pointed it out, pointed it out beautifully. The, the timing of all this is, uh, pretty sus. Yeah, it is. But can you imagine doing the primal Kyogre and Groudon without remote race? Dude, that would have been even more of a disaster that would have been just brutal i don't even know what i would have done i don't know I, like it was impossible that, yeah that would have been like honestly that would have been so outrageous that 
I feel like at least for us on the Western Hemisphere, they there would have been something that happened before it even hits us. Because it would be so ridiculously hard and impossible for other people on the other side of the world before us that like it's literally just like they would they would have had to call an emergency and try to do something, right? <laughs> it yeah. just, it just our, make no sense. Yeah. Our friends in New Zealand and Australia would get the brunt of it like they always do, right? Yeah, dude. That's that's tough. Uh, we'll talk more about that when Alecky comes back around too. But anyway, uh, <laughs> Roberto Lopez says the guy who won worlds three times is Ray Rizzo, and he stopped playing. Uh, he stopped playing playing after the 2013 championship series. He made a brief comeback during the Sun and Moon era, but decided to focus on other things afterwards. I'll give credit to Wolfie since he consistently played well for a decade, but Ray was so dominant in his run. Rizzo even beat Wolfie in the 2012 finals, which I think gives him an edge. Dude, incredible. And, and here's the thing. Uh, I, I will say, though, Wolfie making it to the – I don't know how many times Wolfie's made it to the finals. I know he won Worlds like once, right? But making yeah. it to the finals again is still no easy feat, right? Like you're one opponent away, and the one opponent have to be the three-peat champion? Like, <laughs> dude, That's what tough. a storyline. What a storyline. Yeah. I don't, yeah. that still just amazes me because VGC is not easy, but also repeat world's winners for any Pokemon franchise yeah. is non existent. I was just, besides Ray Rizzle, I think, right? Someone could fact check me. Yeah. Well, but. not even to mention the number of players, too, right? Because Go is still so new. Imagine yeah. competing against like a thousand Go players at a tournament, right? right? I mean, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be even harder as as we get later and later i, I mean yeah if wolfie somehow wins world sometime in the next like 10 years oh dude, dude. that'd be that that i mean a lot of people are already still saying that he's like the greatest of all time in vgc right but yeah. um i don't think yeah, it'd be debatable at that point yeah. well he only win worlds twice though i don't know does it but, but 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 over the long course of time period right yeah sure i guess yeah. he would be making the comparison of um, I think you made this comparison last last week, right? LeBron versus uh, Michael Jordan. Yes, but no, it's it's know. like the argument of longevity versus championships, right? Like you could argue in the '90s that the the rosters were less stacked, right? That uh, you had basically like less less physically able players as you do now because it's mm -hmm. it's such a specialized league and it's so much more mature. But then you could also say, well, Jordan still dominated no matter what, and. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm a like I said before. I'm a Jordan fan, so championships are are what really count in my mind. I've always thought Jordan's still better than um, LeBron. I mean, I've never been a huge a huge LeBron fan. I've honestly used yeah. to be a LeBron hater, to be honest. But <laughs> but I like the Lakers, so it's kind of hard to hate right now. But yeah, you know, I'm not the biggest. I don't focus as much, dude. Fun fact. Mm. Guess who has been to the NBA playoffs every single season? They've been in the nba for over 10 years i don't know if this is the only person Wait, or not like which player active player act, active player yeah oh which player's been in the finals um he's played for multiple teams too it's got to be somebody like uh what's his name um he's a previous he's a no it's not dwight howard it's he's a it's previous uh nba uh nba uh mvp like season mvp for at least oh, one shoot year. Oh shoot! I actually don't know. Um, 
I saw this little fun fact on Twitter the other day. Uh, yes, I'm thinking of all the all the journeymen who change teams a lot. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. He's I'm uh, James Harden. He Harden really a single season. I think in, in his oh. 13 or 14 years. Oh, yeah. playoffs. In, gotcha. Yeah, playoffs. I mean, he hasn't made the finals or anything like consistently. No one has. I mean, LeBron's yeah. probably made the most amount in his years, but yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, nice. James yeah. Harden has a wicked beard, man. He does. Have you seen him without the beard? That's quite <laughs> no. It's quite the difference, man. I'm googly right now. Yeah, it's uh, a no beard. I mean, oh, he might yeah. be able to sympathize. A fellow man without losing the beard temporarily is maybe not a great time. But yeah, I think I think the beard's a good good look. Yeah. Um, I might be mispronouncing this one. Gone, Kahlo. Uh, Ribeiro says, listening on Spotify, but listening, uh, leaving you guys the comment and like. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Next Yo, time you come to Germany, you. I'll make the extra effort to meet you guys at Play Pokemon. Maybe surprise you with a 0.5 liter beer. Yo, please Woo. do, man. My favorite beer, I'm not even kidding right now, is the Hefeweizen, which is a German beer. And I honestly, yeah. like when I was in Germany, that's all I drank. But part of me is I like, remember. maybe I should have tried their cider because I know Germany's known for their cider as well. But I just kept drinking the Hefeweizen. But yeah, maybe I should, I'll, do, I'll do a little bit both. I was just super jet-lagged the last time I was in Germany. Like, I was like falling asleep <laughs> at dinner. I don't know if you remember that. But Michael was talking to me. Michael yeah. Stronka from Niantic at dinner. Yeah, and I was yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. Oh. Dude, we were, we were all messed up from that. I think we have a lot more experience now, though. Yeah, I don't know. What was that? We were so jet. I was so jet like for some I was coming from Atlanta at the time, dude. Like the time difference was yeah. not nearly as big. Well, I mean, I fell asleep and missed dinner the first night, so there's that. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah, you did. And Butters just went straight to bed. He didn't even try to. Yes. I mean, you didn't missed even out try. On an intimate dinner with me and Zionic at Chipotle. Well <laughs> Well, dude, think about this right now, right? For me, for me currently recording this, it's noon, right? It's like twelve oh nine. It's actually 6 p.m. in London, right? Yeah, that's an eight-hour difference for me. Yeah, it's even more for you. I, I've got my world clock, right? Australia I actually have, was not. I have your L.A. time as well. It's oh, 10 a.m. for snap. you. All right. Yeah, it's, yeah, 8 p.m. Dude, let's go. Or eight hours, excuse me. I definitely had to set the world clock when I was in Australia because it was doing that math was like, wow, it was like 19-hour difference or something for, for me. Yeah. That that, was... that one specifically wasn't too bad for me, I feel like, chat-like-wise, besides our first night where we both passed out before dinner. But yeah. that was just because, um, I don't know, I feel like the time difference was so big that it like it was almost back to like where I was, you know? Yeah, yeah. It was just like slightly offset, felt. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, the plane ride also does the work. Number me. I, I don't know. I feel like jet lag doesn't hit me nearly as hard these days because we're just like traveling all over the place. But freaking road warriors, dude. Who knows? Yeah, wait till I miss dinner again. I'm, I'm sure it's going to happen in London. Um, <laughs> but that's awesome though. Oh, I also said 0.5 liter. In but in this specific comment, it's zero comma five because because in most yeah. a, a lot of countries they use comma instead of the period. What? How do you say that specifically? Do you say comma five liter? Because I said point five liter, right? But like what 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 they don't say they they're probably not saying points in in the countries that use the comma, right? Um, I actually am not sure. Yeah, it's actually a really good question. Curious. Anyway, someone feel free to drop a comment down below. And yeah. let us know. We should ask uh, while we're in London. Ask some uh, some Europeans. We can. We can. Yeah, we're there. We're definitely gonna forget about that though. I think. Um, I'll ask twenty three EJB. All right. Go okay. Ahead. Okay. Perfect. 
your MVP pick of yeah. of Europe. Daniel Oliveira says, feels my heart hearing you guys uh, talking about VGC as well. I've been following Wolfie since before Pokemon Go launched, and I'm always rooting for him. Actually never saw Ray Rizzo play, which is a shame. When you talked about movesets, we see all the time in VGC streams that the players are always taking notes of what they learn turn by turn. Go could be the same. We wouldn't know the details about the opponent's team, but could take notes on what we learn after each round, held items and moves, etc. Yeah, that would be pretty dope too. I mean, in this year, I think, or in recent, just a couple months ago, they started doing open team sheets for VGC. Yeah. So you know everything from held items to move sets and everything. The only thing you don't know is if the IV spread. So I think they're just yeah. trying to do it for a more even playing field for like those that go on stream because then people can like scout them out and stuff. And VGC, yeah. I think like that info is like probably even more critical. I think for Go, like there's only so many potential move sets outside like even like when you say Mew, like most Mew are running Surf Wild Charge with Shadow Call, right? Like you know once in a while, like we saw like a Focus Blast Psy Shock one I think at Orlando, but like well, for the most part, most move sets are pretty standard or predictable. But, we yeah, saw a VGC Flame Charge. Flame charge, wild charge, Mew at a previous regional. Oh, I feel like I did too. What regional was that? Do you remember? Mm-hmm. I'll think about it. Maybe it's in my notes here. Let's see. Oh, dude, you got some notes oh, for sure. Dude, yeah, I'm cheating. Uh, while you're looking that up, Ben Stram says, <laughs> "Ben, let's go, Ben." He's coming. He said, "The seventy dollars slot machine got me in Charlotte." Shakes my head, dude. That's tough. You're talking about. Mr. Meteor Folly and Bastion Shadow. Dick, <laughs> you got to respect the guy for going to that many tournaments and still consistently running the Shadow Vic Bastion core. What um, What made me laugh is that um, that trainer also. No, no, no. Am I thinking of Am I thinking of Mormon Matt, who also about? played VG? There was. So it was he, either he. No, no. You're you're right. He but he played TCG because I remember uh, when we were walking around Salt Lake City after. The commentary stuff we ran into him he you know he waved to mm-hmm. us right when we're getting food and we're walking with some tcg casters i think maybe we're going to the staff dinner i think that's what it was mm-hmm. and or the yeah the yeah the caster caster dinner, dinner. and yeah. there was no vgc at the time so they had to be tcg commentators unless it was unless it was adam dorcott because he was doing both so he adam yeah yeah i can't remember maybe he was a t but i think there's a higher likelihood that's a tcg caster yeah and i think they said they remember him from tcg and he went by a different name i think and they said he also played some weird dgen strats there too (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, that's right that's right some cheese strats as well so yeah it's funny that like you know he's on brand for for every Pokemon franchise, dude. I mean, yeah. I, I got. I mean, he seems like a nice guy too. So like, I, I, I ain't even hating, but it's just funny. Like, I love that though, right? That like every tournament, there's a chance you're gonna face like Meteor Folly and his Bastion Shadow Big. So you got like can't like just fall asleep on it. Lucky for yeah, Arrow, exactly. he didn't face that guy because he only had one chance. <laughs> like I, when I saw Arrow's team, I was like, dude, I would have loved to face your team. Like, come on now, that would've been amazing. I know, man. Your role, Double ice was fire. Dude, you yeah, I just run double Metasham counters and a Bastion every single game and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would have been wild. Uh, ben also says, I feel like Niantic should come to some sort of middle ground. 150 coins for remote uh, remote and 10 per day allowed would be much better. I think it would, 
But I think we'd also still be just as outraged if that was the option. Maybe now if they present it, we'd be a little less outraged because we've seen like the even worse scenario, which is the current state. Mm. I don't know. I just feel like they shouldn't have nerf remote raids in general. Just like improve in-person raids to get people out, right? If you are going to go out, then clearly like the 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 buffs that you did to in-person raids are not enough. But I do yeah. think, I mean, yeah, like I think if they did that now, Ben, like, yeah, people would be a little bit more happy, but I think some people still feel like it's a slap in the face, you know? But I, I get it. Like, I I would still prefer that over what we have right now, but I just prefer just like they just never did all this stuff, right? That's like if we're doing this when they're, they uh, short the distance of the radius of stops and gyms. Imagine if they, instead of going back to like what we have now, they just went like halfway. Like, yeah, we'll just increase the radius halfway through, right? Like, yeah, people really would still be the... yeah. frustrated. Yeah. Yeah. But, <sighs> yo, my nemesis is here. How Stark 93. Yo, he got his, <laughs> he got his cat in the profile picture, too, with him, man. I feel like it's a showdown. It's like him and his uh, cat looking at His me. cat? He's got a name, Caleb. His name is Falcor. All right. My cat got a name too, and her name's Cheggy, right? He got a profile pic of his face and the cat in it. They looking real me mugging. Let me do the same. They are. Yeah, there you go. How we looking? How we looking? She looked like she ready to fight, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. She's got the paws up and everything. Yeah, we're gonna box that. Right? Sorry, girl. My cat's oh my god! Why are you doing this to us? Anyway, um, he said in Charlotte. There were over 100 competitors and only something like two actually registered but didn't show up. I think the retention rate is definitely on the rise as well as the overall numbers of people going to regionals, which is a great sign. Yo, Hartford, Connecticut, man. That's you're right. You're right, Hal Stark. Hate to say it, but the nemesis is right. He also says, P.S. I'll make sure to bring a Ferrothorn and Trapion team <sighs> to help you guys get some good practice. Hey. Bring the heart for you know. Out. I'll face that any day, right? Sounds like basset on food right there, dude. Uh, um, I'm actually curious. Um, you're registered for Hartford, right? Yeah, you want me to take a look real quick? I want. I want to see how many people are signed up. And I while you gonna, look I, it up, I'll, you read my mind. Go. I was. I was doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Read the next comment while we're going. There's a comment underneath right. Starks actually. Oh, uh, so so the reply to Stark says, "No, I might get used to Ferrothorn, but Drapion? No way." This doesn't sound appetizing to me at all. I agree, Sabine. I agree. Appetizing? Uh, what, you trying to eat these Pokemon? What's going on? Hey, you know, there's there's other <laughs> colorful ways to say you like something, you know? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> it's right, appetizing are... or nauseating. <laughs> fair, fair. Um, right. We are at 146. It's pretty good. It's actually Utrecht, good. Utrecht had a total of 151. For the attribute mm -hmm. that showed up, like that actually played, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So it's uh. We're still we're dude. still some time away too. Dude, I'm just saying. I think Hartford's a great like uh, you know, barometer at this point of where we're going in terms of attendance. But I am serious, dude. If we do not sell out NAIC, I'm gonna be super disappointed in the North American community. I'm going to be really disappointed. Dude, I honestly won't be shocked if Europeans come to NAIC as well. I mean, we have a few North Americans going to EUIC. Yeah. I know Misha's going. Uh-huh. I know Ventusi's going for all the way from LATAM, right? I was going to say, Ventusi's there. I saw in the picture. Ventusi's and uh, Tali, who's from Peru, she's also going. Oh, so, like, yeah. That's huge. There's a lot of LATAM representation. 
Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if any of the Seven Eleven people are going. Do you know? I actually don't know. I'm not I sure. I mean, they'll definitely be at NAIC for sure, right? Like, there's no mm. way they won't. I mean, we had mm. Andrew Myharis getting second place last year too. So that's true. Yeah. So you know, yeah, NAIC should be good, but we'll see how it goes. Oh, we have a bunch of Canadians going to Hartford too. I can't wait. Pokey Dash yes. is going too. Competing yeah, again. that's gonna be awesome, dude. He, I think he just dropped his video of his on uh, uh, Vancouver. Yeah, I didn't check it look Vancouver. at it yet, but I, I was gonna do that. Uh, speaking of which, I need to work on my vlogs too, man. <laughs> yeah, bro, gotta drop those. But, but here, you know, right? Even Pokey's actually saying that long. It's it taking a while to make those, right? That was a few months ago too, even for him. Manning says, "Your favorite person, Manning." It says, Manning. "If I if I don't find an in depth breakdown of the Asian Pogo PVP landscape in these comments by this time next week, I'll be really sad." Let's go, Manning. Squirrel Chopper, where's the info at, man? Come on, you're leaving us hanging. Gotta keep him accountable, Manning. Week. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, exactly. Go. Hop on the podcast if you don't know what we're talking about. Um, we got a. Uh, sorry, I thought Richard Richard was making sounds. Yeah, just listen to the last podcast, but. Our favorite, our favorite listener was commenting stuff. Mm-hmm. King Duckspool uh, says, "What a lot of people seem to forget is the hashtag Heroes Niantic isn't just specific to the rate changes. It's meant to be a hey Niantic, talk about your passion community, please." Absolutely right. He also says, "It's getting harder to stick with the game when you see and hear so many other communities having a great relationship with their game developers." Pokemon Unite comes to mind with Timmy Studios. Not saying there isn't issues with Unite, but they communicate a lot more and do regular major balance rebounds when needed. Thanks for the great work again, guys. And maybe see you at Hartford. And I'll be there. Oh, he says, I'll be competing this time around. Was supposed to judge, but something came up. And then now I can go again. Hey, man. King Let's Dustin go. Will definitely puts up a fight. I think King Dustin will made top cut at Vancouver last year, if I'm not mistaken, Dude, too. He, he, he took also- out two, two major teammates he took down, right? Not even slouches too. It was it was it wasn't like you know he took out Speedish Chief and Two Butters or something like that. You know, like when they were on the team, he took out Rise to Occasion and Doom Buck in that tournament, right? <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, yeah, I think so. I think so. And that was before they even qualified for World Championships. They weren't even trolling. Like they, they were trying to play like legit teams. He made top yeah. cut in uh in Pokemon Go bef- in the play Pokemon series before Doom Buck and Rise did. Yeah. It's true. Anyway, actually, actually did quite well. Yeah, so I'm excited to see that. That's catch um, me dodging. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I'm going to be honest, right? Like KDP always comes in comments, leaves leaves some great thoughts. I feel like just just addressing this first point about game developers talking to the communities. I feel like it's a recurring thing that the game devs actually don't. And I'm I'm speaking in terms of two games that I'm, I've been following. One is is Halo Infinite, and second one is Unite. I do feel like there are balance patches pushed a little bit more quickly in Unite, but also, dude, compared to compared to us, those Unite players, a little bit uh, a little bit spoiled in in terms of their updates. They get updates a lot more quickly than we dude, do. They they and a do a lot more communication. They do, and for I think the thing is like for Timmy Studios. They have nothing to lose by making a well-balanced game. <laughs> they just do True. it, right? There's no revenue for them. Like it's just like skins and stuff. I mean, honestly, the most kick uh, pushback they get is when they release new Pokemon to use, and they're like super expensive, and the only way you could like play them is buy them at full price. Gem and they, locked, and then yeah, and then they nerf them afterward. But from the actual yeah. like competitive circuit, like they, the organizers ban a lot of them, right? 
Well, yeah. it's actually just TPCI, I think, that bans a lot of them. And I think, I mean, you know, say what you will if you like it or not, but I think TPCI has, and I, I, I know we're commentators for them, but like I think they've done a good job of doing what they can, you know, with the mm. meta and stuff like that. Like they can only do so much with the meta, right? But they're gonna, I mean, they ban ban like Galarian birds, right? Because those are not like accessible at all. But mm-hmm. uh, they banned Buzzwool and the the other mythical beasts last season for worlds because they weren't accessible yeah. either, right? Like yeah. they they'll mm. do stuff, but the thing is. They can't force a moveset update. They can't just like be like, screw the boom bursting. Here's what we really want to see, right? Yeah. They unfortunately exactly. don't have that power. So, yeah. Um, but we'll, yeah, we'll, well, see, I mean, we'll see how it goes. <clears throat> Spragles, Spragles released a video of maybe a week or two ago where he said that Unite is a house of cards. Essentially, what he was what he was referring to is that there are tournaments like every single weekend or every other weekend. And when you look at the balance patches, sometimes they release a Pokemon like the Zashi and that had its um forgive me for not for not having like the completely accurate explanation but essentially it it was able to strike through its opponent's special defenses consistently yeah, uh, true damage i think is what they call true it. damage yeah. thank you yeah, the, the true damage was actually bugged right it would always come through and that was a big reason why zashian was so busted so spreggles was explaining like if they fixed one thing they make one adjustment it could break other things in the game and i think that that happens with pretty much every game right yeah so it, it's really it's really interesting to me like uh, having unite be so new and so much money behind the prize pools and then looking at that juxtaposed to go which go like unite was built as a competitive platform from the beginning but you yeah. but pokemon MOBA. go was not it's a moba exactly but pokemon go was not so the way that we're like shoehorning in our competitive angle is a little bit more challenging than unite and i i just find it i don't know it they're getting like moveset essentially moveset updates and rebalances like mid-season constantly i think that's exciting right like Uh imagine if if new moves are just introduced to go like a week before a tournament i think it'd actually be pretty fun they're also getting players pokemon consistently true also coming up i know i know morita's probably excited about that one yes dude she's she's gonna come out of retirement (laughs) i I don't know if i i'm like this is just like a rumor or something but Hmm. um I don't know. Maybe my friends are just joking around in voice chat. I, I don't quote me on this, right? So I, I need to fact check this. But they were saying how you could like some Pokemon could sit on Lapras's back and battle or something like that. Yeah. So you it's, it's unite. That? It's unite move. Uh, essentially, you form like a big wave behind the Lapras, uh-huh. and your movement speed increases like two or three x. And you can essentially like have people like jump onto that wave behind you, and you can just bring everyone to to break ways. <laughs> oh, that's wild. Well, they it's made super a joke. fast. We were playing with someone we usually play with, and this person was like mad about our friend Palmer's up for using Cramorant, right? And he's like, but but Polly's like, oh, these days he's been playing a lot of support. He's like, I'm playing Comfy like every day, right? Like, if I'm going to play Cramorant, I'm going to play Cramorant, right? Like, you're not going to stop me. And someone's joking, yeah. like, yeah, like when Lapras comes out, yo, Polly's going to be uniting on that Cramorant, uh, that Lapras back, right? As Cramorant like, <laughs> Dude, yeah, like a like a mobile machine gun, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Um, no, that's real. I feel like King Ducks both said something in here that I, uh... oh, dude, speaking of the Hero Scientic thing and like, you know, it's more than just a remote raids. Yeah. Where has the dev diaries been? We're supposed to get those every two months. Am I mistaken? Like, I know some people like Jerry Seawolf harps on it a lot on Twitter. And, like, I try not to add too much fuel to the fire. 
But at this point, like, what? What happened to those? <laughs> like, what? What was? What was the last one they did? The last one they did was super embarrassing, right? Was the, it was the it artwork was one, right? The and artwork, that one was yeah. Too. That one was yeah. already delayed a bunch of months. But like, I don't know. We can't blame like. I mean, Michael Soraka, if he wants to take responsibility for the boom burst update, sure. But like, you can't be you can't be involved with like everything right michael like i cannot yeah. hold michael to this just because he's on paternity leave and stuff that there's no yeah like, there has M- to be michael's people. michael's not the only employee at the company and i'm sure of that you know <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> like i don't know what is up with that that is weird anyway i mean if, hey niantic employee that you're listening right yeah, uh, if, Wikipedia uh, says that Niantic has uh, less than a thousand employees. So Michael is one of one of up to one thousand people working for them. So yeah, I don't know. I was gonna say if you're listening, you're a Niantic staffer. You should maybe bring this up, but I don't know. Maybe it's not like maybe they might get backlash for being like, "Hey, we're gonna do a dev diary." You know, you know, honestly, Caleb, what it comes down to me in my mind, what it comes down to is priorities, right? Like it's just they they got a lot of backlash. They started releasing the dead diaries, wanted to communicate more, and then it just no longer became a priority. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're overworked. Maybe they have too few people doing too many jobs. Again, that's not the employee's fault. That's a structural issue where they don't have proper resource allocation. And it's just not a yeah. priority, which which honestly, it doesn't feel like it's been a priority for a long time. I mean, oh, is you're there not any wrong. other you're not wrong. Is there any other way to put it? You know? <laughs> we'll see. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Like, even just just get an intern working on it. Make it that their project every two weeks, two months, right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But Ryan wish Colgrove. I yeah, I wish I did too. Ryan Colgrove says, glad you made it to Fort Wayne after all that wild travel adventure indeed. Um, yeah. Also says tough state of the game right now for peeps. I have similar story to Speedy as well as when I first moved to California with befriending one of the admins via raids. I'm extroverted and it was no big deal for me to make a whole new network of friends, etc. Point is, everyone has a different way they engage with the game, and it's unfortunate to see them cross something because it doesn't align with their roadmap at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's just I don't know too much to say. I mean, I'm I'm in LA, right? This is not like a small city. In fact, it's one of the biggest cities in the world. And I'm sitting here doing Lugia raids by myself too. You know what uh, honestly, like you know what I have to do? I have what? to invite people with Poke Genie. Like I have to find new friends through Poke Genie and invite them to raids. I feel bad. Mm-hmm. None of my friends are really gonna join the raids either, right? I feel bad making them spend remote raid. Because they're, they're yeah. like boycotting or not feeling it or doesn't want to spend the money. I don't blame them. So I'm just finding yeah. some randos on PokeGenius to raise. Yeah, I've gotten hard. I've gotten some raid requests from friends. And I always feel bad. I think I since the since the change, I've accepted one raid, one raid invite. And it was from House Stark. And we we formed Alugia. And that was it. That's rough. And that's that's all that I that's all I feel like doing. I don't yeah. feel like buying anything else or spending any more any more money. And that's how I'm gonna speak. I, I wanna before we move on from this comment, I just want to say Ryan is the man, right? He always comes in, listens, leaves comments, he's the homie. I've never heard this phrase that he said. He said, quote, it's unfortunate to see them crust something 
just because it doesn't align with their roadmap crust like like pizza crust right so i i I think i know what that's about have you heard that before no honestly when i read his comment i was sitting there for a second like i don't know if you can see on my face but i was like sitting there thinking like no i can see that a typo did he mean something else and i sat there i couldn't because sometimes there's few typos in comments and no big deal right i usually like try to like figure it out while i'm reading it to readjust but like it like you said it actually says crust and i can't figure out what else would be in that spot besides crust like there's okay. other words you could probably fit in there, but I but like they're not there's not close, right? To the word crust. <laughs> so so right, I, I want to just take a guess here, take a stab at this. So if you look at a pizza, right? Like you would say like the toppings, the cheese, the sauce, that's all the goodness, right? And the crust is around the edge. So if you're not focused on the crust, you kind of push it towards the edges. You're like, yeah, you know, I'll get to it later, but it's on the outer rim. And you just focus on all the cheesy goodness in the middle. I think that's what this is about. I think. So they're pushing the remote raids to the crust. To like, to the crust, to the peripheral. Like, okay, we'll deal with that later. Right now, we're gonna enjoy a pepperoni. You know? Yeah, that pepperoni being AR tasks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Interesting. Is that a phrase? I need a. I, I'm, I'm curious. I'm, I might look this up afterward. But yeah, that's yeah. interesting. All right. I wanna. You mind if I take this comment from yeah, Justin? Please do. All right. All right, Justin wrote a comment here. He says, it's hard not to be discouraged after after the latest remote raid fiasco. This is, in parentheses, coming on the heels of a string of other disasters, no less. Yeah, it definitely feels that way. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, uh, it's like one of those disaster movies where, oh, there's a tidal wave. Now there's a snowstorm. Now there's an earthquake. Oh, it's <laughs> like one thing after the other. Uh, yeah, day, day after, the day after tomorrow, right? Yeah, yeah, movie. exactly. Yeah. And then the wolves start coming out, too. Those wolves Dude. in that movie. Spoiler yeah, alert. I know. Picking off the uh, picking off the week of, of the herd. Um, I started playing the game just under two years ago, and I spent a good amount of money on three things: incenses, boxes, and remote raid passes. All because those were things that allowed me to maximize the time I had available to play. Like most people, though, I'm pretty busy. But one of the things I loved about Go is that I could play it when I had a few minutes to spare, or when I was doing other things like folding laundry. Also true, dude. I I love to like bury my buddies. And do like the the gym leader uh, battles to get hearts while I'm doing laundry or doing other chores. He says, then they nerfed the incense so it didn't work while stationary, so I stopped using them. In parentheses, the number of hours I have to devote to walking around catching Pokemon are limited, which is true, right? Mm -hmm. You can't just like sit at home and play like the way you play VG or TCG or whatever. Then they nerfed the boxes, so I stopped buying those. The incubator cost was no longer worth the extra dust. Now they've nerfed remote raid passes, and I refuse to buy those now as well. I love the game, and I want to spend my money on it, but they are actively discouraging me from doing so, and I don't get it. At some point, it just seems like outright hostility from Niantic, but why be so hostile towards your own players? I just keep hearing Speedy. Less stick, more carrot, and here we are, completely buried under sticks. Dude, I agree. We're buried, buried under tree trunks at this point, man. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, Justin's absolutely right. I mean, I love how he he opened up the the comment with coming on the heels of a string of disasters and then he <laughs> laid out the entire string of disasters really well done um but yeah i agree i mean it's just like i don't know like what is i don't i don't get it like it's like like sometimes like it seems like Niantic doesn't even want to make money <laughs> you know like obviously like to a degree like like we want to spend money on the game and play the game we enjoy, but we're not sure. going to go down this route, right, and spend money on it, right? It's just like, 
Like, you have to be reasonable, Niantic, right? But at the same time, yeah. they know they're going to actually lose funds over this, too, and they're still doing it. Like, there's no way people are going to raid the same that they used to. I mean, you even limit the raid passes. You really can't spend that much on in a day in all likelihood for a lot of people. Yeah. Well, well, like, Justin's saying, it's not even just about making money. It's about making the game the way that your players want it to be. It's it, they're like they're actively making their players unhappy because they want them to do certain activities. Dude, they need... Niantic needs like a consultant to work with them and to figure out their like business like decisions (laughs) like they need like a gaming consultant that can help them out i feel like but the thing is like that's the problem though do they even do they even want one they're not going to to do that would acknowledge that they're doing something wrong (laughs) and well that has not happened a lot the first hero Niantic thing has so far, nothing this time around. I did say last week, I was like, I'm hopeful that something will happen. I can't remember how long it took for the last year's Niantic thing to change, but like to, for the stop gym distance removal. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Hopefully something well, will happen with this one. Well, again, they, they brought in new leadership to restructure the company because they were uh, in a bit of trouble about a year and a half ago, roughly. Oh, yeah. And since then, yeah, since then, a lot of things have changed. A lot of the box prices have fluctuated. The incense have changed. The uh, remote rate passes are now changing. Yikes. Um, yeah. That's the a... thing, right? I, I would even tell people, some people are like, it's like, you know, maybe I'll apply now and take make change myself. But the problem is like most people that join that company will not be in a high enough position right off the bat to make the changes. And you might just Dude. get frustrated. But Dude, it's like, Dude, if you're like, if you're listening to this, uh, I don't know why you'd be listening to this, but if you're listening to this, you're in like a big wig, like director somewhere, right? That has the ability to make like a lateral move to Niantic where you have a huge position of power and you can do it. I mean, like I said, I don't know why these people be listening to our podcast or, <laughs> you know, even yeah. Scroll Trap be like, wow, you all, you all make you spend a lot of effort on a 200 <laughs> listener podcast. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're out there know. and you're listening and you have the power to do something and you want to apply for it, yo, we'd really support that. But again, that's yeah. hard, right? Like even if even if you get into like a director level position where you can make a lot of changes or executive position, you're still one of like you're still outnumbered, right? So like it is your mm-hmm. first day at the job, you're, you're gonna get fired. <laughs> like, that's that's just the thing, man. It just, it starts with leadership, right? It yeah. always starts with the leadership. Dude, this is always. I would love if we get a Niantic employee on here, but I also don't want to get them in trouble because they might Dude, not be able to share a lot. But also, like, you know what you know, I would remember, love? You remember when Train Chips had a community manager in one of his videos? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if they'll ever do that again, though. But Yeah. I don't know. I thought that was a great attempt, right? You always mm-hmm. want to get people uh you you want to increase these touch points and and i think it's also i don't want to harp on this too long but i think it's just bizarre it's bizarre that community managers are community managers but they can't talk with the community openly i think that's so weird i I feel like they're more like a ear to the ground kind of situation they're like more like community listeners Uh, I, i don't know i to be fair to them and again i don't really know many insights on this my guess is they're like tight lipped because they can't say anything either. You know, like they have NDAs and they have like work but contracts. Why? I don't know. I don't know. I, well, okay. I will say this though. Someone wrote about this, but like, like in one of my th- comments, uh, and we'll talk more about this in the, right after we answer these questions. 
but I, I made a comment about liking more reads. And someone wrote in my comments, and they said, I've been reading all the comments too, because it kind of blew up a little bit, but someone's like, I just wish like they can be, like these companies can be transparent with us and stuff. More yeah. transparency would be nice and blah, blah, blah. And I just responded, I was like, you know, I think, I will say, I think Niantic was pretty transparent with the remote raid stuff. It's just, it's just the, it's just not the approach we agree with, right? I fully believe that they're doing this because they want us to get out there and to align with their vision and whatever X, Y, and Z reasons. I just think they're a little out of touch with the community and don't have a good infrastructure in place to actually support what they're looking for, right? But I think, I don't think it's anything deeper than that, right? I know some people have like these conspiracy theories. They're like, oh, maybe it's because the Pokemon company told them to do this or maybe because X, Y, and Z stuff. And I was like, I don't know. I don't think it's actually even that difficult. I think they're just... They were, I feel like they were pretty honest with what they're saying in that blog post about remote raids. It's just like, it's just not what we want, right? Yeah. What do you think? I don't know. I mean, it's like, uh, it's like you're in a, in a relationship, right? With somebody and you get to a point in the relationship where uh, they say that they want a big change and they say, uh, you snore too much. You don't brush your teeth often enough. And oh by gosh. the way, I'm going to start charging you. Uh, you're going to start paying 75% of the rent instead of 50%. And that's how it's going to be. Wait, right? wait, wait, wait. Who, wait who, I, don't, I don't understand this analogy. Who, who are we? Who are the player base here? We snore too much no, and don't brush our teeth and no, charging us rent? Yeah, yeah. We're the people that are, are receiving the bad news, right? And Niantic is the partner. Niantic saying, snore too much, don't brush your teeth, and now we're going to start charging you more for rent. Right. You, you need to pay in more to rent or for just just for this example. Right. There's so a way to like this example. What if I just brush my teeth and stop snoring? Like, is the rent still going up or what? Well, then, well, then go outside and do more raids in person and then also play the game. We want you to the way we want you to play it. But you're still going to have to pay more. Dude, you get what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not. You get really what I'm saying? This analogy. All right. Okay. I would say stopping yourself from snoring is like a much harder task, but you can definitely make the effort to brush your teeth. Right. What, well, what does Niantic want us to do? Effort. Brush our teeth? Like, what's the equivalent here? What can we do to brush our? Oh, just go outside and raid. I guess that's what you're yes, saying. Yes, the, the analogy I'm using for brushing your teeth is if you can like stay at home and not have to brush your teeth, aka do remote raids, or go out and meet people and have to brush your teeth more often and do in-person raids. Right? <laughs> what, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is like, I feel like is the, like we're we're in the wrong here. <laughs> I think a lot. I think a lot of. Well, dude, you're you're a Niantic Homer now. I'm just saying. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but but what I'm saying is uh, this is like an analogy within an within an analogy, right? There's a way to gently tell somebody that you want things to change, and you know that they're like a huge supporter of yours, and you want things to be different going forward. And then there's another way, which is just saying, I'm going to be honest, sure, but I'm just going to like lay it all out there, and it's going to hurt your feelings regardless, right? I think that's what you're getting at. Like they they said what they were going to do, right, with the remote raids, and that yes, that was technically honest, but at the same time, it feels rude, you know, to just kind of stomp on your community oh, when yeah. they want you when they want to play the game a certain way. It does feel rude. Oral hygiene yeah. is important though, but yeah, snoring things harder. You know, sometimes sometimes my analogies hit, sometimes they miss. I don't know. Let let us know in the comments if the analogy hit or not. I was confused for the first like seventy five percent of it, but I think I'm I think people there. understood. I think people. I think understood. I'm mostly there. I don't, I don't, yeah, it's it's an interesting analogy to say the least. Uh, Sabine says one thing I hear all the time is that Niantic doesn't care about their community. I say they don't 
need to care because they simply don't have a community. We are not Niantic community. We are Pokemon Go's community, which is a bit of a problem because Niantic has developed this game. But what if we all invested our Raid Pass money in the game itself and simply bought Pokemon Go from Niantic? I mean, look, if if you knew how to, if you could lay that out for us, Sabine, I'm all bored, right? I just don't know, like, how that happens, you know? The problem is, like, the people with the power and money to do this probably aren't playing Pokemon Go, you know? Like, mm -hmm. I, it, it, like imagine if me and you were, like, billionaires and be like, we're going to buy out this company, right? We're going to offer Niantic a bunch of money. It's, it's one they can't refuse and just, like, hire a bunch of new employees. Like, that'd be mm -hmm. great. How many billionaires are playing this game actively, though? Like, true. I don't know. They're probably not, true. right? It feels like a low-priority thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I imagine they, they probably don't have time to remote raid with whatever they're doing. Not saying all billionaires are super, super busy, but I'm sure they have plans. Yeah. Uh, Everything is a business to, decision. Like, go golfing yeah. or something, right? Yeah. <laughs> all right. We got we got one more here from Thiago. Mm -hmm. Hopefully writing in before the next recording. You are absolutely Dude, three hours Thank in you. three hours in time, right? Made it. Exactly. Thiago says one point about the remote raid slashing is Niantic is not trying to go for PR. It is following the advice of Machiavelli, which is bringing in popular changes mercilessly and all at once. But popular changes spread out over time. Parentheses in the Singaporean grandma article, they mentioned the carrot to come to new features for, for the Northern Hemisphere's summer. So kind of like Trainer Tips pointed out, they will not answer to this movement. Niantic will probably keep its community is angry right now. Silence for a while. <laughs> and then release something new and supposedly exciting before any form or reply. I mean, honestly, I think you're right. I think they're counting on people to have a short memory. And even dude, even even this weekend, I saw people posting about their Regieleki raids. Yeah. You yeah. saw it too, right? Dude, I mean, if you follow Lured Up Podcasts on, on Twitter, you'll see that guy been retweeting everything. Every <sighs> Reggie Lucky raid in existence on Twitter. Exhausting. But uh I mean what I mean that's a good transition too, because the Reggie Lucky this weekend. I feel like that's just such like um I don't know if a red herring is like a good example. It's like irrelevant to the room raid thing because the elite raids were always going to be in person anyway. You couldn't do remote raids for it. So people were going to show up in person. Like, people showed up for Reggie Drago in person too, right? Like, it's like it's not because they nerfed the remote raids that people were there for it, right? Mm. My question is, after this, right, after this weekend has passed and they introduce a new raid rotation, who's going to be out raiding? Not as many, right? Until the next elite raid stuff, not as many. I'm sure there's still going to be some raid trains here or there, right, or on raid hour. Like outside radar and stuff, like there might not be too many. And even for radar, I don't, I, I don't like. I'm probably just going to do like two, like, like one or two Poke Genie raids on radar and call it a day, right? It just like I don't know. Like even when they get a good raid boss, I don't know how they do all the raids. The people I usually raid with, they're going to be done after five raids, and all in all likelihood, they're done with the five remote raids before they even get to when is my time, right? Like days yeah, over, exactly. right? They've maybe joined raids from like. Europe or Asia or wherever, right? Instead of West mm -hmm. Coast, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think like the Reggie Alecki thing. I feel like strategically it looks good for Niantic, but in the all grand scheme of things, 
if that event was never here, like there wouldn't be a bunch of pictures of people raiding together this weekend, right? It's very clever. It's yeah. very clever, the timing and the deployment. That's why, like, again, like people people think Niantic is is stupid, but they're really not. They're really not stupid. Um, maybe they're a bit like unresponsive, or maybe they come across as being disconnected, but they definitely are smart. And that's I think, you know, still make people buy their boxes even after the terrible news over the years. That's the thing. Like if if you know that somebody is not capable of something, right? You you might feel sorry for them and say, oh, well, you know, maybe they just couldn't do this. Maybe they just don't understand, or maybe they don't have the capacity to really execute on this. So I feel a bit sorry. (laughs) Yeah, but but you can't feel that way with Niantic. They're not dumb. Yeah. They 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 know what they want to do. Whether whether what they're doing is right is a whole other question, right? But they know what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing. Yeah, I feel bad for the people at Niantic that are trying to like fight against a lot of these changes that we're talking about that aren't great. Like the string of disasters, like Justin said, right? There's mm-hmm. definitely got to be someone, a couple people, in Niantic that don't feel that way, like that that want what we want right what a lot of the people want whether you pp or not and uh anyway i did write a tweet though i don't know if you saw it but i did write a tweet this yes. past weekend i did see i'll it. just like line it out for people so for those that may have not said it um i said one of the biggest blunders of the recent remote raid update is the failure to have an infrastructure in place for how to raid post update putting the onus on the players to completely form or reform local raid groups out of nowhere shows the lack yep. of thought put into these changes. Yep. The amount of effort it takes to create these local raid groups will likely be too much to yield global success. Think about features in this game that have been received well, such as the first raids, PvP, and Community Day. There was immense excitement around them initially, and that is why these features have thrived for years. Compare them to AR scanning tasks, a feature most don't care for. There was never any excitement around AR tasks, and there likely will never be due to its delivery and Niantic never incentivizing players to care for its function. You know, if you're getting like 10 rare XL candies for it, people might be scanning this stuff, but so far there's no big reason to. I continue and say, we are almost at the six-year mark for raids. The original excitement around them has dwindled. Expecting players to raid in droves with their local community is completely unrealistic. Sure, it was a ton of fun back in 2017, but so were our toys when we were kids. I sincerely hope my read on situation is completely wrong because I do love the game and wish it to thrive in all aspects. However, being hopeful without any action or contingency plans after big game changes is being delusional at best. Mm-hmm. And uh, I still stand by my comp- my my statement after all the discussion on my thread. But yeah, I don't know. It's just like if there were if there were some huge <laughs> updates to Campfire, right? If Campfire was actually a viable way to get people to meet and they were incentivizing it and it was built out and it actually was a good good platform, then yeah, like it would make sense to kind of like shift weight from one thing to the other. But like uh-huh. you said, it just feels like a drop off, you know? Yeah. It's like, oh, by the way, you have one week's notice to contact all your people in your local community that you probably have not seen since March of 2020 when the pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. Now you need to start contacting all your locals and like reactivating all your discords. Actually, we don't care how you do it because we don't know how you're going to do it and we can't support all those other platforms anyway. 
Discord, Telegram, whatever group chats you have. We can't do that. So figure it out. No? Yeah. And for a bunch of raid bosses that have been around forever, right? Like, figure it out, right? Lugia's been out since 2017. <laughs> like, it literally... Yep. Lugia's been around for six years. Figure out uh -huh. a way to raid one of the hardest raid bosses with a community that doesn't exist right now, right? It's just like... Like, when they nerfed the incense, I could kind of see where they're coming from. Because, yeah, the the pandemic is not as, like, deadly as it used to be. Like, I still don't support it. Mm. But there were options around it, right? And also, like, you know, there's, like, like I get it, right? But for this one, like, it's just what options you have. I don't know. Anyway. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe we'll next week something will happen. I mean, we can only keep saying this for so long, right? I'm telling oh. you, people people have a short memory, and a lot of companies are are counting on that these days, increasingly. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's pretty much it on that topic. I mean, we got some other changes too. Uh, we talked about this last week. We didn't get to it, but play Pokemon mm -hmm. is doing championship points mm -hmm. again. And for, for, or sorry, not again, I should say. They're going to start adding it to Pokemon Go, but this won't be for World's Qualification. This will just be for travel yep. to NAIC. So this is yes. going to be an interesting one that they are going to be start testing. So I, I actually talked to Gabby Snyder, our co-caster, mm -hmm who mm -hmm. does go, but also does VGC for many years. So she's very familiar with the championship points um, from a VGC standpoint. So essentially what happening, what's happening is uh, they announced this Play Pokemon did from uh, TPCI. And mm -hmm. uh, championship points, if you're not familiar with VGC and TCG, is players attend tournaments. And depending on how many total players are at the tournament and your placement at the tournament, you can earn championship points but potentially you have to place a certain like cutoff right to get it so that's why sometimes like if people do poorly they just drop out mid-tournament because there's like i'm owing for like there's no way i'm getting championship points mm. here right um you can play for fun mm. if you want to but it doesn't help with anything um but they do swiss style so they don't like if you it's not double elimination so if you lose it's fine it's just like whoever has the most amount of round wins after playing like eight rounds nine rounds ten rounds whatever can move on and stuff like that um and they have like elimination stuff on day two, mm. but anyway, so for that, that's why we we've mentioned this probably in the past in the podcast that you know you can in VGC and TCG you can win a tournament and not qualify for Worlds because you still need more championship points, right? It's how they balance it out, and I don't know how I feel about that specifically, but at the same time, mm -hmm. that's why a lot of these people travel to multiple tournaments, right? You got people like Ramberto for one San Diego and. You know, he hasn't gone to any regionals afterward, and he probably won't. He's busy and stuff, and that's fine. He already qualified Worlds after winning it. But for VGC yeah. and TCG, you win a tournament, that's not enough, right? Unless you win – Yeah, I don't even know if you win an international if it's enough. Maybe maybe some of the internationals it so, is. So I don't know if it is, right? They, they changed the point system like midway through the season, yeah. if I remember right. But a lot of people were really upset with the point system in the past, and a lot of people still don't like it right now because it's mm -hmm. so tough, right? I – I firmly believe if you win a regional, you should be able to go. Do you agree or disagree? You should be invited uh, to Worlds. Regards to the size of the regional? Yeah. I think for the most part, yeah. I would probably agree with that. It's mm -hmm. not easy to win a regional. 
But there are some regionals that are definitely very small, like some that are like 20-something people, 30-something people. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, there's probably less opportunities for them anyway in those regions. So maybe, I don't know. Um, yeah, I guess I guess I would, I would be in favor of that. Mm-hmm. We don't know how that's going to look for Pokemon Go, right? But something that's interesting about it is for TCG and VGC, you'll see if you go to a lot of these or if you pay attention to any of their streams, you'll see a lot of the same names and faces at these internationals. And at first, I was like, wow. I was like, man, they got a lot of disposable income traveling all the world to like Brazil, Australia, right? Like London mm-hmm. next, right? Ohio. Yeah, right. They're going to every international. It's the same big players. For Pokemon Go right now, you have some players doing some of that. But for the most part, most players are playing in their local region, right? Like EUIC is going to be mostly European players. LEIC was pretty much all Latin players. I don't think there was any that weren't. Maybe like one or two. And then you have NEIC, you know, mostly North American players, et cetera, OCIC, stuff like that. Mm. But so, so, but, but at TCG and BGC, you see a lot of the same names. And I'm just like, what's going on? Yeah. Like how? And, yeah, how? And essentially, what happens is they actually get a travel stipend to go to internationals. And yes. I don't know the specific numbers uh, for TCG and BGC, um, but it's mostly like top 16 ish or whatever, I think. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I believe it, it might, but for for Go, what they're going to test run for North America International Championships (NAIC), uh, they said is the eight players in North America with the most championship points will be eligible for seven hundred fifty dollar travel stipend paid after the event, and subject to them attending and completing at least one round of play in the main event. And I think also oh. from what I hear from Gabby too, they are like securing a spot for them to participate. So if they sell tickets. Like, they'll make sure that they get a ticket, right? Because some of these events, they sell quick, especially for TCG and BGC, but even for Go these days. Yeah. Yeah, and blah, blah, you know, you need to have a account and everything. And so it's, um, and I, I don't know if it's, uh, this might be in total or maybe, yeah, for mm. Go, I guess this might be in total or, oh, no, no, from April 5th, 14th till June 18th. So starting yeah. after, like, these upcoming days, for all the regionals remaining, if you attend enough and you earn a certain amount of championship points, you will get the travel stipend, right, to go to NAIC. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. And I was talking to Gabby about this, and I was like, I was like, that makes more sense because at first I thought it was like the rich get richer, right? I was like, yeah, well, exactly. if you go to the international LEIC, then you're gonna have more points to go to OCIC and to EUIC. Like you can never catch up, right? And on the mm-hmm. flip, but what she said is actually it's like a couple months span, right? So it's only from like one international to another, not like whole season. Otherwise, like it'd be impossible to catch up, right? Um, unless you're just also flying out of pocket to go to these. Um, but uh, but she did say that the previous international does add up to that, right? So let's say for example, interesting. So EUI, let's say if like this was global for all Pokemon Go players. Let's say to get the championship points to for NAIC, it would start with EUIC, which mm-hmm. is why, like they said, like it starts on the 14th, right? I think that's like right when EUIC is. Um, yeah, it exactly. W- it will start with EUIC and then go from there. And I asked her, I was mm-hmm. like, do you think that's fair, right? Because like, well, how, like, because the people that got to EUIC for like VGC and TG, a lot of them, the good players had some travel stipend to go there. So they're going to have a leg up, right? Because they have that. And she said, actually, she said, it's actually not as bad as you think because they need to incentivize 
top trainers around the world to go to internationals even if they don't have the travel award. So let's yeah. say like you don't have it and I do, I'm going, right? You'd be like, well, I want to get the travel award next time around. I'm going to buy a ticket to go to London to compete so that I get some points for NAIC. Because I know Caleb's yep. going on a travel stipend, and I need to somehow compete mm. with him and the other 15 trainers that, for that top spot, right, for next next tournament. Otherwise, yeah, there's no, it's hard to, for them to incentivize people to go for a big one. So it's an interesting yeah. concept, and we're going to have that change for this season. So it's going to be good. Yeah, um, and all of it's like still so foreign to us, right? Because we don't really know what the championship point system is like, and it's been in flux, and Pokemon Go is still so new. And our winner-take-all system actually is pretty weird when it comes to the other titles as well. So I don't know. I think it's a good change. I was wondering how they're going to balance it. I was um, personally, I'd advocate for like first and second place still qualify, but then there's like a trickle down effect of points past that. Right. So people like, like Wadaj, Onion Frank and Trent actually would have like a good shot at either getting invited to NAIC with a stipend or just, you know, placing high enough in, in terms of points to get to worlds. You know, Meteor Folia might make it too. That's true by sheer volume, which is sheer how a volume. lot of players do it. Sheer yeah. volume. But I, I think um, our co-caster wholesome Jim uh, said this too. It's just like it's like for some players, it's near impossible to qualify for Worlds unless you make yeah. an absolute ridiculous run at one of these tournaments because you got big names like showing up to these tournaments consistently, right? I mean, Rodaj yeah. is a really good player, and he hasn't even qualified for Worlds yet. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, Trent as well, right? Mm-hmm. So. Arrow just barely made it right on his eighth regional <laughs> this season, you know, but like it's, it's again, it's a grind True. and, and, but the problem is like, it's like, it's like feast or famine, right? You either get it yeah. or you don't, but at least yeah. with championship points, it'll make it much easier for people, more people to qualify for world championships. And that means a bigger worlds potentially in future seasons. If we do move to that, so for, for go at Which least. Would be, so would be great. Be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, let's quickly cover this event that's coming up and then just wrap it up. Cause I know, you're about to board a plane soon, dude. Yeah, gotta get uh, gotta get running. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for real though. For real. Yeah, we might be on the same flight tomorrow. Yeah, Speedy's leaving <laughs> for me, but uh, if, yeah, if he's on the same flight as me, then are do you fly yeah, to yeah, LAX yeah. for? No, you probably no, you would go the other way. Um, connecting to Atlanta, there was an option to go to LAX, but I'm well, no, that's no, we're going to Europe. We're yeah, going yeah, east. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the yeah. reason why, uh, yeah, because I'm thinking about when we're going to Brazil. That's that's one where yeah. we would have both been on the same flight from Atlanta. Yeah. That's right. I got a direct flight, baby. That's nice. Ooh, that's I cool. mean, you're, you're, dude, from where you're at, I feel like you don't have direct flights to anywhere. Nowhere. You gotta. Nowhere. Unless honestly, I'm going to Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, regional Atlanta, hit me up, man. I'll definitely be back there for sure. Dude, um, dope. Anyway, we got a Mystic Hero event, and we'll just say it's, it's not that heroic, I think. But they said, mm-hmm. Are you ready to be a hero? I mean, I need to hear how are we going to do it? April 13th to April 17th, the four-day event. Um, event bonus, two times XP for evolving Pokemon. Two guaranteed candy XLs for evolving Pokemon. Dude, you get guaranteed uh, XLs that's, for that's evolving a new, Pokemon. That's a new function. Yeah. There's potential there. I'm sure XLs on Rayquaza. I can't wait to evolve that one. Dude, um, actually, think about it. What if you need XLs for like, for like coughing? So you evolve do that that rate is way better because it's like 50 50 regular candies to evolve coughing but you get two xls for it no no it is good i'm just like joking around and stuff it is not a bad mechanic but the problem is like you need a bunch of coughings to evolve <laughs> but but instead of instead of 100 to 1 it's 50 for two yeah 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 you know what i mean i mean it's not so... bad i honestly hate it but i think for me like i have xls for most things i need but you're right it, it, it would be good oh i will say yeah. this too 
Um, it is kind of nice because you can evolve things and then trade them with a friend to get another XO, three XOs. Ooh, yeah. smart, smart, right? smart. And smart. maybe get a fourth one if you transfer. So maybe it's not too bad. But I mean, the main thing is save the stuff, right? You're a hoarder, so you hopefully have stuff saved, right? If you have like you're building up like Galvantra for Ultra League, right? Save those Joltics, right? Evolve them. If you're doing any swaps with people for distance trades, whatever, don't swap any that can evolve until this event goes live. Uh, it's not terrible. I it's guess. true. It's true. Lure modules activated during event will last three hours, etc. Um, Lapper's wearing a Blanche themed accessory is going to be the special research story. If you're lucky, it could be shiny. Um, tasks focused on evolving catching Pokemon will be available. Trainers can also earn Stardust and Evolution items as rewards for completing these field tasks. Field research tasks, time research, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> There's nothing too wild, but maybe we'll just be busy evolving. Yeah. Well, I mean, we have this for Blanche. Obviously, we're going to get a Spark and Candela version. Mm. I mean... Eh. honestly i would have liked to see i would have liked to see a team leader cup theme in gbl more than i would like to see this event yeah like imagine blanche cup or spark cup right candela's a fighter yeah. wait till she comes around fighter and fire would be cool right right um yeah so let's see we'll, we'll see how that goes uh you could call me cringe but i saw a bunch of uh, Pydos and Pidgey and stuff to mass evolve. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. so I'll be getting plenty of XLs from those. Uh, quickie low check before we wrap it up. Uh, sure. Let's see what we got. I've Let's not. See. I've been like free falling a little bit after climbing some. Free I thought I was gonna falling. hit. I thought I was gonna hit Legend before UIC, but I don't think it's happening. Uh, I'm at twenty four oh three. Oh. I'm chilling, then. I'm chilling. You're chilling? You 300 above me or what? I was at yeah, 2,800, 28 something like a few days ago, and then I, I ran to some rough comps. Bro, you're chilling. Spring Cup or Master League? Dude, what you think, man? I was playing Spring. Master League. Dude, I was playing Triple Week to Kyogre because I had nothing. <laughs> I was playing Melmetal, Exodrill, ho man. The amount of Kyogre Ooh. teams I beat was wild. Hey, if you're Dialga, though, you do not want to see that team. And That's true. Dialga. You're for a bad time. Out, I'm just like, you know, I'm chilling. Sometimes I got Dialgo with a Lugia. I'm chilling. Dude. Sometimes I got a Zacian too. I'm chilling, right? But then true, Kyogre true, and true, come out and, dude, Precipice Blades is kind of brutal, man. That thing does a lot of damage even against ho <laughs> I was like, what is going on? It's one of the most broken and moves in the game, right? Faster than Earthquake. That's the crazy dude. part. I don't mind it, but like, because... You know, it's only Groudon that knows it, but still. Yeah, it's nutty. It is, yeah, it is not fun. Anyway, uh, that just does it, wraps it up for us. We'll push the tea topic again. It's fine. We, we talked plenty of tea earlier, too. And yeah. It's, 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 we'll talk about it next time. It'll be fine. But anyway, if you're listening, you know what to do. Catch us on EUIC on the twitch.tv slash Pokemon Go on Friday and Saturday, and then we'll be on the main channel, twitch.tv slash Pokemon on Championship Sunday. Yo, predictions! Let's just throw out a prediction right here. Who do you think wins it all? You got one person. Is it EJB? <sighs> Who do I think wins EUIC? Um, How about this? I'm gonna... We'll each predict a person and see who, which person places better. Alright. Oh, you're falling off a picture? <laughs> this is, this is uh, Zionic and Butters from last year. 
I'm just gonna have this fashion statement right there. Top button. Top button button. Um I don't know. My prediction. My prediction. You ready for this? Yeah. This is a hot take. We're gonna see Frika come in and win it all after being runner up last year. Oh, that is a hot take. I got my boy Emmy Weedo taking it all. Bro, he already won a regional already, man. Come on. I know. That's why I think he could do it. You don't think so? Fair. This man Fair. hasn't Fair. lost no, a no, tournament he... since hey. his first EUIC since last year. Hey, I, don't, watched, don't I went twist... back and watched the footage, too. It's actually pretty funny. We commentated his battles. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Don't don't get it twisted, right? Miwido could win. Right, I'm not saying he couldn't win. But I just think 256 players, somebody else got to win this one. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I, I, there's a greater likelihood that neither of us are right. But let's see when it all shakes out. Which player is doing better, Emi Wido or Afrika? We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. see. Anyway, catch us on the next episode. We'll be we're closing in on episode 100. The real question is: Do the remote raid passes get restored before episode 100 or not? Nope. <laughs> I think we're SOL, as they say. Ah, <sighs> what are you doing to us? What are you doing to us? Um, anyway, UIC is gonna be good. I look forward to your fits. Safe travels, and I'll catch you in the land of beans and toasts. Beans, toast, and tea. Yeah, toast and tea. Anyway, uh, I'll catch you all later. We'll catch you all later, and have a good one. Peace out. Peace.